0: Welcome to the APS Soup to Nuts podcast, where we explore the Attleboro Public Schools in greater depth. I'm David Sawyer, Superintendent, and with me today are three people who are here to explain a little bit about the massive construction project that now occupies what just months ago was a parking lot in athletic fields. They are Michael Culla, Field Rep for Skanska, Attleboro's OPM, and from Consigli, Steve Johnson, Senior Project Manager, and Dave Gorman, Project Superintendent. Michael, Steve, Dave, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Dave.
0: The three of you <clears throat> report to work here at APS each day now. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got involved in this project.
2: Thanks. My name is Mike Cullett with Skanska. I have uh, 34 years experience in the business. Uh, I've been with Skanska for 10 years. Uh, the first six years were with Skanska USA Builders, uh, working on a B, uh, the Harvard Law School project, the uh, BU Law School project. I jumped over with Skanska SIS, which is Skanska Innovative Solutions, and have worked with uh, the Cambridge School System and most recently UMass Boston before coming here.
1: Uh, Dave Gorman, superintendent. I've been uh, doing this for over 20 years. Um, My last project was uh, a job in Boston, but before that I did Winchester High School and I did Greater Lowell Technical High School.
3: Steve Johnson, senior product manager with Consigli been in the industry for 25 years almost now, Uh, last 15 have been with Ken Sigley, Um, done some college uh, campus work, um, some lab work, some hospital work, but most recently uh, a 525,000 square foot project in Natick.
0: Well, that is quite a bit of uh, experience you guys bring to the table, which is a relief because this is my first project. Uh, So we can count my experience in the months, and uh, I'm not qualified uh, to do much of it, so uh, it's really a real relief to have so much expertise involved. Um, you know, as an educator, I, I, I do have uh, very little construction um, experience and, and really don't understand how your world works. Uh, could you explain a bit about your roles and how they work together?
2: Sure, sure. Well, Skanska actually started this process back in uh, April of 2016. Dale Caldwell and Marianne Williams began working as the OPM for the city of Atterborough and KBA, the architects, came on board uh, as the designer shortly after that in July of 2016. From there they got into, uh, they started the feasibility study, uh, schematic design started, it went from about September of 2017 to March of 2018. The, um, the city approved, There was the vote city approved the project. The project funding agreement went before the MSBA was approved. At that point, the project got into the design development. That was around June of 2018. We were about three months into the design development. Um, Bob Sharest from Skanska was involved with that as well as uh, Ann Jeanette Kelso and Consigli came on board as the CM towards uh, the latter part of July in 2018. After that, we kind of work towards the pre-qualifications for a bid package one and two, which was kind of the enabling work that needed some of the items that needed to be done before the project could get started. I know Consigli can speak more to that, but I came on in April of this year as the field rep and basically I I monitor and record the construction activities that take place every day on site, just a little behind the scenes.
3: So big picture, Consigli, we're the the construction manager. Like uh, Mike said, we were hired through uh, proposal process, interview process. Um, We were selected, uh, luckily, to uh, perform this work. Our role as construction manager, in real simple terms, is um, to make sure the building is built the way the architect drew it up. So um, plans and their specifications that tell us exactly what, products to use and what color, what shape, and all that kind of good stuff. So it's our, our role is to make sure everything matches what um, we are part of the hiring process for the subcontractors that are actually performing the work. And we oversee them to make sure that what they're doing meets the the plans and specifications. And then also um, make sure that we're on schedule and extremely budget conscious and make sure that we're under budget. That's our role. And then specifically my role as, as a project manager. As opposed to Dave, you could look at me um, as like the office side of construction, and Dave will speak to his role. But he's more the field side. Um, so m- we're the main points of contact for both the owner, the architect, the OPM. On, on the on the office side, um, you know, we we again we will write contracts for the subcontractors, um, make sure that the the schedule is being followed. We we, we are in charge of the budget, tracking cost, um, and then making sure information flows between all the parties involved, the subcontractors, the OPM, architects, engineers. Yeah,
1: <coughs> excuse me. And my role uh, as superintendent, I'm basically, I call myself a glorified babysitter. Uh, <laughs> I just sit out there, make sure everything's going in, plans and specs, all the subcontractors are working well together. Um, we I put the schedule together, logistics plan, and basically just keep an eye on the guys, put everybody in the right spot to do their job. Um, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Yeah. And like all three of us, Skanska, KBA, and Consigli, we're all part of the big team with the town of Attleboro to make sure that the project comes off right for the, this, obviously the, the school has all their um, facilities at all times while we're building and then everything's getting incorporated that you guys had designed with KBA at the end product. So as
0: a fellow manager, I. I I think I appreciate that sometimes um, people don't understand why uh, there needs to be somebody in management position. So someone from the outside might look at and say, "Wow, that's three guys who show up to the project every day, and you know, as far as we can tell, they're not banging any nails. So you know, what's going on?" And, and um, if you could help people to understand that it's the scale of this right. project yep. um, that has that needs this much oversight to ensure that it comes out. Uh, the way it's supposed to
3: yeah I think maybe a place to start is just the the size of the building it's it's 500,000 square feet so so when you when you think about that yes. I think that the front a- the front face is 600 feet along yep. Rathman Willard alone so and you get up to four stories so just the the sheer size and the square footage involved means there's a lot of ground to cover and there's a there's a lot of new work being put in place that, that needs to be um, a installed first off um, and be uh, inspected and, and make sure it's done correctly. Um, and then at peak, we might have 350 to 370 workers yeah. in that building at once. So it takes more than one person, <laughs> takes more than yeah, three yeah, people, people to also. be able to keep an eye on 350 people, making sure they're working safely and, and, and making sure that everything's going in exactly per those documents
1: yeah that's that's the big thing is making sure we're not doing rework um you know because that slows us down i got to keep make sure we're on schedule because we got to be open ready for the kids to come into school uh, when we said we'd deliver it and you know then jump into the next phase which is the demo and then build the fields and you know it, it's a lot of work it's more yeah. than just myself and
3: yeah and it, it, there's a, there's a coordination Mike. aspect and there's sequencing and there's a flow you can't just turn on the faucet and have 350 people show up day one and start going to town. Mm. Right? So you have to make sure everything goes into order.
2: And Steve had mentioned inspections. There are uh, special inspections performed on site for, for all the structural systems. This is actually required by the uh, by the building code. But Consigli holds pre-construction meetings with Skanska, the different testing inspection agencies, the design team, and the subcontractors. And, we review the special programs, the special pr- inspection program, and we review the roles and responsibilities of everybody at the table.
0: Now, did I understand that uh, both Skanska and Consigli are independently doing their own inspections of all the work? Correct. So, h- help, help people understand what that's about. So, is it that we don't trust each other or?
1: No, it's just a checks and balances. Um, you know, I- I'll be out there with the subcontractors reviewing their work and, you know, I'm I'm not perfect, and you know these uh, other inspectors. They're 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 experts at what they do, and they they pick up some things that I might miss. And it's just another layer of protection to make sure that the project stays on schedule. It's going in the right way, and we're not adding extra cost by reworking things.
2: Mm-hmm. Just this afternoon, uh, O'Day, who is the structural engineer of record, was on site, and um, he was. In particular, he was looking at the demo when we get into the demo phase in 2022, of taking down the pool and the old gymnasium. But while he was on site, he also took a walk through building section C, where we have footings being installed, rebar being installed, and he just made sure that the rebar was all right. There was a question on some rebar around some sleeve penetration, so they're very, uh, very involved with the
3: project. There's also a level of interpretation on on any project, Um, the the drawings Get you to a certain point, and and sometimes it's a, there's a concept, and how you interpret the drawing, different people could interpret it two different ways, and and the extra level of inspection is to make sure everyone's on the same page with how they're interpreting the drawings and the specifications.
0: So it's a very thorough process, which yes. again ensures the best possible outcome.
3: Yeah, right, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, at, at the end of the day, Dave mentioned it. It's it's. We want to install it once, and we want to install it correctly and at a at a high quality level.
0: Right, not just because yeah. of the outcome, but and the convenience of it, but also in terms of keeping costs down and Correct. keeping right. us on yep. schedule. Yep. yep.
3: yep. Yes. Yep. The cost <clears throat> includes doing it once. Yes. Yeah. So well, that that's all we sense. want to do.
0: So we recently held the groundbreaking, uh, which was you know just a great moment for the c- community. I think everyone there uh, really felt good about it. Um, but you know, quite a bit of work had already occurred uh, to get us to that point. Uh, can you guys uh, review for us what's happened so far and uh, what are the important milestones moving forward that we can anticipate?
1: So, um, as most people might know or anybody has been around the site, um, we started what this uh, April, taking over some of the fields and just starting to do some enabling work that is uh, basically utility upgrades in the roadways that are going to facilitate the new, the new project, but it also helps out the neighborhood. Uh, So that's the work we started with. Uh, We also did some interim uh, Parking because we took over the large parking lot and now obviously people need places to park So we're finishing up the parking lots and now we're into the fun stuff the groundbreaking now. We're starting to dig put in footings put in um, walls Big milestones coming up. We'll be finishing the concrete starting steel uh, and then you know once we Start steel. I mean, everybody gets a a sense of how big the job is going to be because you see it and you can look at it and imagine just how massive the schools will so, be.
3: Yeah, mid January right now is when we'll start to see structural steel cranes yep. on site, steel arriving, um, and, and being installed. And like Dave said, you'll see the the, the four stories and the, and the and the width and the breadth of, of and it'll 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 start to shape. Mm. So, so that's always the first. The first column that gets put up with yeah. steel is always a, a big milestone.
1: And then the last one is uh, obviously when we put the last piece of steel in, we have a big thing called topping off ceremony. And uh, I, I wouldn't assume this would be any different, but usually we have all the students sign the beam. It's a big ceremony, like the groundbreaking, you raise the beam up, they put a Christmas tree on it, an American flag, <laughs> and it gets set. It's, it, it's an awesome uh, afternoon, it is. and you usually have like food there, and then everybody's pats themselves on the back, and then the next day we get back to work, well, and start closing it in. <laughs> yeah. And then for like the next two years, you're like, I, I didn't see anything happen, <laughs> right. you know? And then, boom, it's done.
0: So how long is it, uh, do we anticipate it will take to uh, complete all the steel work?
1: the steel work goes quick it's uh, I think it's six months that we're yeah erecting yeah, steel six months yeah right finish up
2: roughly in September mm-hmm.
3: yeah and then and then um, the each floor has steel beams and columns and then there's steel decking and then there's a l- layer of concrete that goes on that'll follow mm-hmm. after the steel gets erected that the slabs get poured and then we'll pour what's called the, the slab on grade which is you know the first floor where you walk into the building will get poured last uh, and then as Dave said we we start to roll into um, the exterior facade of the building and start to close it in but even even before that's a hundred percent done we'll start working on the inside of the building as um, soon as we're um, at a point where we can control the weather Yep, there's certain activities that we can start right that aren't weather dependent
0: So, so I imagine a project of this size allows for a little bit of phasing, in that you can start work in one part of the building while you're still doing something else in another part of the building. Right.
3: Yeah, that's the the one nice thing uh, about a building of this size um, is that yes, you can you can you can start at one end of the building and kind of progress west to east, if you will, Mm -hmm. and then once you get to a certain point, another trade could start at at the at the furthest point and work the same direction.
0: Is that inclusive of um, the steel itself or do you have to wait till all the steel work is done before you can start doing stuff inside the building at the other end?
1: No, we, we, we actually are going to be starting steel before we're even done with the foundation. So, uh-huh. And then in a couple of weeks we start to break up into two crews and crews start going in different directions and then almost every crew, steel, the foundation guys, the exterior wall guys, they'll all have two crews. Just because it's such a massive building and with the time that we have to get it done they have to chase each other around the building Mm -hmm. and uh, in opposite directions basically there is a
3: a safety factor though when when it comes to the steel erection um, that that is a little more isolated than some of the other trades just due to the safety so um, that has to kind of get further along Mm -hmm. installed further than some of the other work just because it, it making the building safe for all the other trades that that's obviously that's important that's a no-brainer so yeah. but once the slabs are poured and the steel is done there's a lot more flexibility on um, if we need to or, or or want to or can work in multiple places in the building simultaneously which is we spend as a group Skanska um, and and, and Consigli we spent a lot of time to date planning that sequence and, yep. and, and that, that attack and it, so we know exactly where we want to be and when we want to be there and if it involves multiple crews like dave said or just one special crew
0: yeah and that's part of the the value that you're adding the project right that you plan that all out so that it, everything yep. can be coming along as quickly as possible right like when i get something done at my house you know it's often like weeks between when Oh well, we gotta wait for the electrician to come, and right, in, right? Yeah. when that, when that yeah. five guy finally yeah. shows up, he does his work. Then the next guy comes, and you know projects take months, which really could have been done in a week, but because time is money, yep. you guys have it scheduled down to the point that like there's no waste of time at all.
3: No, and that's the beauty of both Skanska being on board as early as they were, and Stig being on as early as we were. It's into the planning. Yep. So I mean, there's a phrase that's used in the industry: plan the work, work the plan. So the, the more time you can spend planning the smoother it goes because through the planning process we we all incorporate lessons learned from other projects It's like okay you can't do this before that and don't do this and and make sure we get this done during this time of year and so we have lots of time and brain power that puts a a detailed schedule together to Mm -hmm. to avoid exactly what you described any gaps any downtime any (laughs) any and then on the flip side we don't want to overlap and have too many people working on top of each other is Mm. what we say we don't
1: so yeah you want to have a flow to the building so that you're coming in and then working your way out you know and everybody's a little staggered behind each other so you're not trying to put up a stud while the guy's trying to put the plumbing in the wall. And
0: this is where all this expertise that you guys are bringing to the table really makes the difference, right? You've done this before. Yes. You know what to expect. Right. You know roughly how long it should take. You get the most out of the effort. Mm -hmm.
3: Right. And then that's part of when we bring subcontractors on board. We share this information with them and make sure they, they clearly understand the sequence and they can plan manpower accordingly and when they order their materials.
2: And Steve mentioned uh, the schedule. The schedule is updated by Consigli once a month and it is a living document. We we look at it every day religiously. If some things will trend in one direction and there's ways you can make up time in another area. One thing that this project affords us is a uh, laydown area. So there's this it's a good sized campus and we have plenty of room whether it's lay down for the rebar which we're installing now in the footings and foundation walls, or when we get to steel erection, there's plenty of lay-down area for both erection crews, so that, that helps everything. Get and that there. was part of that original planning, to make sure that that would be there, and
1: yep.
0: Yep. Um, yes. it was considered so that all of this would come together.
2: Yes, but, but a lot of times, we find ourselves working in Boston or Cambridge, yeah. and you don't have, you're not afforded that, that lay-down area, which makes things very tricky, so mm-hmm. that it's, uh, everybody appreciates the extra space
0: on Yeah, room. all the little considerations that go into a successful project right? I think right. these are things that are invisible to people like myself who you know just show up and watch it come, you know, rise up out of and, the, out of the ground.
1: And there's a lot of people behind the scenes, not just the three of us. I mean, we we have a lot of people working for us, KBA has a lot of people, Skanska has a lot of people, and it just helps make everything a smoother process and mm-hmm. nothing gets falls through the cracks with the amount of eyes we put on it. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat>
0: You know, this project is a once in several generations moment uh, for Attleboro. Um, But as we talked about, this is not your first rodeo. So what about this particular project is special or interesting and uh, what particular challenges do you anticipate? Uh,
3: Me personally, um, what I'm most anxious about is is just to see the finished product here because it is such a stark contrast from what you're living in right now. I mean, the KBA's design and, and, and the, the thought that went into it with the work with Skanska up front and, and, and talking to the teachers and, and the end users and, and working in um, their wants and needs, and just the fact that it's, it's, it's going to be a, a modern building with open space and, and, and the flow and the use of space and daylight. Is, is a lot different than- Yeah, it's very different what we're used to. to yep. Living with, you know what I mean? So, I, and, and the fact that it's going to have sprinklers and meet all the, the new building codes and be energy efficient, I, I mean, just to be able to compare the two and, 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 you know, see the people that are going to convert from the current to the new, I think that's exciting because I think people are gonna be exciting. We want them to be happy. It's their home for 50 years plus. Yeah. So that that's what personally gets me excited about this one, it differentiates from some of the other projects.
1: I, I like how the technology is changing all the time and these designs are getting even more elaborate. And I know when you walk into that Dining Commons, everybody's gonna take a, a big breath because it looks amazing on the model. Mm. And when you see it in person, when it's done, it's just gonna look great. And the other thing about working on a school like this is having the vocade uh, portion of the school is different than you're used to mm. and it's always nice we we can pull the kids in and show them as we're going what, you know, yeah, what the they're
0: learning, actually the learning, learning opportunities. opportunities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, we're very excited about that.
2: For myself, being out on the street uh, looking at some of the work over the summer that David mentioned, the enabling work in a in school start, a lot of the kids walking to school would stop and ask questions. How many stories is it going to be? I've heard that it's going to look real modern. Can you can you show me exactly where the footprint of the new building is going to be? Um, will the football field be affected? And and these are all questions from grade school kids, and you can really sense their excitement, yeah. and uh, it's contagious. I, I'm excited for for these kids that are going to be going to school in a brand new high school, and it is the flagship project of, of the city of
0: Admiral. Absolutely, right? and there is quite a bit. The excitement is palpable. It absolutely yeah. is. So. There is, though, often a stigma to public projects, um, which are notorious for co- cost overruns and other problems. Uh, why can the taxpayers of Attleboro rest assured that we won't have those kind of difficulties on this project?
3: So um, we are under contract in, with what's called a guaranteed maximum price. So, so there's a set budget, and, and we are guaranteeing as construction managers that the project will not go over that now the only way it could go over that budget amount is if the end user the school the city decides to make some changes yeah. that cost more than what's currently in the the documents right right but if but if that if there are no changes then we are guaranteeing this project will fall in under that magic number that guaranteed maximum price number and and when we buy out subcontractors and put together our budgets everything is under totaled up under that guaranteed number and then above and beyond our number there actually even included in our number are, are, are some contingencies for if there's some some things that don't go perfect along the way that's kind of built into guaranteed maximum price i mean it's 500,000 square feet it's it, minor things mistakes might happen right so that's built in and then on top of our number i know um, the, the, the city and Skanska have um, money set aside already built in for the inspection work and everything else that is involved above and beyond our construction. So the biggest number is the construction piece and that is guaranteed not to go over a certain threshold. So I, I would think that would give people a comfort, some sort of comfort level.
0: So let, let me just make sure I understand what you're saying though. So you know, particularly as a business. Right. Yes. So what happens if I mean, I get that if we ask for changes, if I suddenly say, oh, you know what? We really need a fifth story to this building. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's that's going to affect <laughs> affect uh, the cost of the project. But if we stick to the plan as designed yep. and it ends up costing more than we all sit here and think it's going to, it doesn't. I mean, you're in the business to make money. How is that not going to be in the end a problem for us? So
3: if if. If things go south on our side,
0: yep,
3: like completely south, yeah, we we would our we as you said we have a fee that's incorporating the guaranteed maximum price, mm-hmm. and if we have to spend some of our fee to make things right, that's this is extreme scenario. Then that's what happens. Again, we are so not that guarantee going
0: over is a real guarantee, mm-hmm. which is what you know is your you're just as interested as 100%. the city is we are at risk to, to, yeah, to are, yeah so yeah, that's are, why they call it CNR. CNR, 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 CNR. 100%. Yeah, actually,
3: we are 100 yeah
0: I, I think people um if they understood that would feel uh, more confident that uh, this is it's gonna yes yeah,
1: it's not the outcome. old school way of hard bidding the job and right. you know we're walking away after the end of the day there's a partnership uh yeah I mean, we, we have a vested
2: interest in this
0: now, what's Ganska's role in that uh, process?
2: Well, just for instance, this week there was, uh, they we added some additional parking and the the lighting could have been improved for safety purposes. People coming around in Bushy Street yep. to the football games are now uh, maneuvering down the fire lane. Uh, our electrical contractor added some wall packs and some floodlights and that was tracked on. T and M time and material. So Skanska might, you know, I'm out there with Consigli superintendent, looking, making sure when that slip comes in on yep. a timely fashion, you know, that afternoon or the next morning that the amount of men and material that was said was going to be uh, used on that project is we, there's checks and balances. Yeah, because there
0: are going to be things that come up that no one expects. Mm-hmm. There, I've, I've right. already witnessed that. Um, a sure. project of this complexity requires that. Yep. But a certain amount of that's built in
3: right. to the cost. Yep, and right. and then and we might have a tiny overrun over here, but a savings, savings on the other side yep. that we combine and we're we're net neutral. We're still, you know what I mean, and and our role in and scan Sk- we everything from the budget perspective is shared. It's 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 open yep. book. So ScanScan knows exactly what the budget is. We know exactly what the budget is. So like that's why we're all keeping an eye on it.
0: Yep, and so that's where all that expertise again comes back in to ensure that, you know, a reasonable estimate has been made. Yes, um, and the state, you know, governs some of those, you know, uh, procedures as well to ensure that, from their perspective, that it's being done correctly, uh, so that we all yep. end up in the right place. And
3: then, and actually, KBA has hired a third-party estimating firm. That's all they do is estimate yep. construction projects, and they've been involved throughout the entire project. So when we do uh, an estimate of a major um, new design development new set of documents they also do the same thing and we compare notes and and estimates and come to an agreement on yep this number makes sense for drywall this number makes sense for electrical so there's there's another level of extra set of eyes extra set of uh, just expertise brought to
0: the table. So to wrap this up uh, what's your progress report for the project to date? Are we on time? Or are we on, on budget? Time, on budget? time, under budget.
3: Under budget. Yep, yeah, we are. Yes. Straight face, no issue. We are on time, and under budget right now. And, and how many
1: days worked in a row safely? Uh, hundred and forty-six.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so. you guys come every day to ensure day. that we yep. S- yep. stay on that track. This Absolutely. This is home for the next three to five years. Yes.
2: Right. And it's a great commute as opposed to going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Michael, Steve, Dave, uh, thank you all so much for joining me today. On behalf of the Attleboro Public Schools and the community I serve, please accept my gratitude for the thoughtful attention you give this project each and every day. Um, your efforts ensure that this significant investment by the taxpayers will yield the school that was promised. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you you. very much. Until next time, uh, thank you to all our listeners of the APS Soup to Nuts podcast.